Welcome everyone, you are listening to the Art of Touring podcast, I am your host, the Sizz Dog. Man, it was hot today, it feels like summer is finally here. Oh man, busy day for me today, I had a school concert this afternoon, had to play bass on uh, an Adele song called Set Fire to the Rain, I think it was a bit of a hit, I'm not sure, but it was a great tune man, the kids did really well, super proud of them. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, I feel I should address the elephant in the room at this stage. Uh, for those who are regular listeners of the Art of Touring podcast, you would have noticed that uh, about three weeks ago, I changed the theme music. Um, I was using Screwdriver Girls from Smokestack Rhino, but now I'm using a song called Start a Fire by my band, The Pass Outs. Um, and the reason, if you followed my adventures on Facebook, is that I've left uh, Smokestack Rhino and will be starting a new creative po- project next year. Um, I don't know what that will be at this stage. Um, I've got a lot of songs uh, that don't have a home at the moment, so... I'm not sure where I'll be in six months' time or 12 months' time uh, with my touring and gigging and songwriting, but uh, I do know I'm having an absolute blast putting together uh, the podcast every week um, for you, uh, the listeners. Uh, so for the foreseeable future, I'll be putting a lot of my creative energy into the podcast. And uh, if in the future I decide to start a new band or join a band or uh, do some gigs with the pass outs, if the boys are keen, um, I'm not sure, but... Uh, I'd like to take this moment to thank the guys from Smokestack Rhino for having me in the band for the last four years. It's been uh, it's been great fun, and I wish you guys all the very best. Uh, what else is going on? I went and saw uh, Bohemian Rhapsody on the weekend. Have you seen this film? If you haven't, you're probably one of the only people on the planet who hasn't seen it. It is insane. You should go and see it. It's great. Uh, the music's obviously amazing. Queen. Uh, and um, and the filmmakers did an amazing job of um, editing the film together, so it f- was very coherent. It flowed really well. They didn't spend too long on any given time period of uh, the history of the band. They kind of went from chapter to chapter very smoothly, um, and Rami Malek's performance of Freddie Mercury, not taking anything away from the other actors that p- p- portrayed the other guys, but... Um, oh my God, his performance was brilliant. And I just watched this little interview of him the other day. Apparently, they shot the Wembley Stadium stuff first. <laughs> so it's like trial by fire. Let's just see how they're going to go, you know, portraying these characters for the next three months if it's if they can pull it off. If they can pull this part of the movie off, then, you know, we'll let them do it. And obviously they did. And, um, I, and then I rewatched the actual performance uh, that they did at Wembley for Live Aid, uh, rewatched it rather, and um, it was really cool to see how how true they stuck to that original, um, you know, source material, even down to the Pepsi um, cups of drink on the piano and the beer. Like it looks like they painstakingly figured, like, oh, okay, how many Pepsis and how many beers were on 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 his piano when he started singing? Oh my god. Art of Touring is brought to you every single Tuesday. You can listen to Art of Touring on iTunes or on the Google Podcasts app on your Android device. Also, Art of Touring has joined a podcast network called A Lot of Green, and you can check out all the other awesome podcasts on their network at www.alotofgreen.com.au. There is some coarse language in this week's episode, so if you are listening with kids, it might be a good idea to throw on uh, Barbie in Swan Lake, and then once they're dropped off at their optometrist's appointment, throw Art of Turing back on your dial. Now let's take a moment for this week's sponsor. 
Episode 30 of Art of Touring is brought to you this week by Spatula City. Need a spatula but are sick of the long queues at the regular stores? Need a special gift for your mother-in-law's 56th birthday? Then come to Spatula City where all our spatulas come with a one-year warranty. Honey, where's the spatula? Okay, kids, let's go. There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! Spatula City! A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenbloom, president of Spatula City. I like their spatula so much, I bought the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. My, where did you get that lovely spatula? Just so you know, guys, Art of Turing is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on the desktop, you can Google Art of Turing and follow the links to the Wooshka homepage. Before I get into my conversation with Sam, I'd like to play you a little snippet of his trumpet playing. Uh, this is a song called Capone's Valentine uh, from his band Frankie Wants Out. Usually the day for St. Valentine Those who just won't play ball When there's booze to sell Line them up against the wall And blow them all to hell And you can ask that Mr. Capone Why your daddy's not coming home today It's a game that they play Valentine's Day. There you go. Happy Valentine's Day. Fucking, that's not the name of the song. <laughs> it's called, it's called uh, Capone's Valentine. There you go. Hey, listen, Art of Turing listeners, uh, we're going to do something different. Tonight on the Art of Turing, I'm going to play you two snippets of Frankie Wants Out because we get into it. Uh, we actually talk about a specific song on the um, podcast, and so I'm like, you know what? Let's just play two snippets of of the so- of songs. Um, and so this one is called Away on Business. It's going to make a lot more sense once you hear the podcast. Here's Away on Business as well by Frankie Wants Out. <laughs> Corporate high flyer, he won't retire, not while he's living the dream. He's Mr. Suit, Mr. Champagne Flute, Don Perignon on a steady stream. Chasing the money, chasing the honey, chasing his tail, trying to bite. There's a party in a room and he wants to invite a fast-talking lady of the night. But his wife doesn't know, or the strife doesn't know, what her husband gets up to. 
tell No time to sleep When you've got festivals and fashion to sell and Don't cover up when you've got company He says she's a good girl It's not hard to see She's done good things for my friend She's done good things for me But his wife doesn't know Or the strife doesn't know What her husband gets up to While he's away Man, I want to listen to that whole tune. That is so good. But I'm going to stick with the format. Just a little snippet. If you want to hear the whole thing, check them out on uh, the YouTubes, the iTunes, all that stuff. Now let's have a listen to our chat with with my chat with Sam Parry. Here it is. Welcome to the Art of Touring podcast, everybody. How you doing? Coming at you uh, from the Siriani Studios. This is the second podcast ever uh, that is coming to you from these uh, newly formed studios at my place. We've even got some um, fluffy uh, mic covers, which I might take a photo of later if you're lucky. And sitting in the chair tonight with me is Sam Parry, trumpet player. How you going, Sam? Great, Dave. Thanks for having me. Dude, it's so good to see you. It's been, oh God, man, it has been years. I think long time. I think the last time I saw you, I was really hammered at the SB actually, and about <laughs> about to do a gig. Mm. Yeah, yeah. For Frankie White's out, most likely. Yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, and that was before the SB closed, obviously. And then it's been about five years since it's um, and now it's just just come up this month. Actually, they're doing gigs again. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that could have been eight nine years ago, mate. At this point, it could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um. So, yeah, just so the listeners know, me and Sam have known each other for a long time. Uh, we went to TAFE together, didn't we, dude? Yeah. So, that was like 99, 2000. Yeah, that was exactly when it was. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and um, you went to school with a lot of characters that um, had a big impact in my life, like Brett Wood. Yeah. Yep. You know, we became good friends after meeting at TAFE. And, um, oh, it was, you know, pretty easy to become good mates with Brett Wood. Yeah. He's a great dude. He's a great dude, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't heard the episode with Brett Wood listeners, he, he, he appeared um, very early on in The Art of Turing. So, yeah, you can check that out. Um, it was actually a two-parter because we ended up talking for over yeah, two hours. Yeah, I've, I've listened to both of them. They're great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's 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 a great cat. Um, and, yeah, so there's a little bit of backstory there that um, that's how me and Sam met. Um, and... I usually start the podcast with, you know, where are you from and where did you grow up? And I'm still going to do that because I'm assuming you, you grew up in Montmorency, but maybe you didn't. Where did you grow up, Sam? Yeah, Montmorency. Montmorency. Yeah, yeah. I nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Born and bred Monty boy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, yeah like just yeah, Montmorency Primary School, Montmorency Secondary College. Um, yeah. I was uh, I was a year above Shannon Bourne, who's another guest on your podcast. Yes. And, um, and, uh, and two years above Brett. Yep. Um, Brett was in my brother's year level. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, that was, I think, oh, I finished I finished high school in 1996, I think. Yeah. Oh, so there was a little bit of gap between there and then doing the course. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. just a couple of years. Yep. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah, I did, um, 
I started doing economics at La Trobe University. Is that right? Yeah, economics and arts. I, did, I was doing a double degree for, yeah. two, for two years. Oh, no, 18 months, I think. I took the last six months off. Yeah, right. Yeah. We'll and, we get, that, get to that when in the timeline. Yeah, we'll get to that Yeah, yeah, in the timeline. Um, and so, yeah, board and bred Monty. For those of you who don't know, Monty is like literally the suburb over from Greensboro. Yep. Yep. Um, so just so you know the um, topographical or geog- geog- geographical area, I suppose, of where you're from. Um, and, um, yeah, you you went to school, Monty Primary. Yep, yep. And did you play any instruments in primary school? No, no. So I, I got onto playing the trumpet in high school, and it was literally like, like I think as, as a kid I'd always been, you know, if something comes up, you know, there's an offer of something, I'll I'll put my hand up. And someone yeah. said, you know, do you want to learn an instrument? I said, yep, fine. Mm. And that, that was that was really it. Oh, well, they, they did say, you know, what instrument do you want to learn? And I just said, oh, you know, saxophone. And they went, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's too many saxophones. Too many saxophones. You, you, you got in too late. And so my second choice, they said, I think they just said, do you want to learn trumpet? Yeah. And so... Yeah, I started having uh, lessons on you know, on trumpet. And um, what year was this? Did you say what this grade? Is, this is year seven. Oh, straight in year seven. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I started yeah. year seven, and you know, first first term of year seven, and I had um, I had those two other blokes, um, Luke um, Stevens and, mm. and Matt Calf were in my. And I'm still good friends with Matt Carf, actually. There you go. Um, uh, Luke Stevens went off somewhere else, but we were we had our our um, weekly lesson with our with our trumpet teacher Andrew Andrew Lavellia, mm. and um, yeah, and that that kicked along all through through high school. Yeah, right. Um, you know, playing in the school school band and and all that sort of stuff, like the um, stage band and concert band and that kind of thing. Well, yeah, when we yeah, that's actually a really funny story. Actually, um, when I was. When I was in year, go, I, I, can't, I think it was the start of year eight. Yeah, I, I, you know, I liked the trumpet. I was really enjoying it um, and doing all, that, all, that, all the playing in the bands and the rehearsing. We had, you know, I can't remember what morning it was, but we had a morning rehearsal and and I, I was having a great time. Sure. Um, uh, what I what I enjoyed most about it was hanging out with dudes. You know, just like sitting in the band and just like having a, having a joke mm. with, with other guys. Yeah. So the, the social aspect of it was really great. And, um, but then when I was going into year eight, my dad took me to the Monsalvat Jazz Festival. Right. And I don't know why he, he did that, whether he wanted to go, but, you know, maybe he was copping a bit of flack from, from mum about not being around or something like that. And, sure. And, you know, like, you know, not spending enough time with kids. He goes, well, I'll, I'll take Sam. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know Who what, knows it, was. what it was. Maybe I was keen, but it's been it's such a long time ago. I, I don't, I don't remember. But I remember um, going to the festival, and the first thing I saw was a, was a band called the Moving and Grooving Orchestra, and they were a real popular big band. I mean, like unbeknownst to me, because I had no no idea. Sure, you're 14, you didn't know what's going on. Yeah, so uh, so I'm walking down the hill to, to what, at this festival, and this uh, Moving and Grooving Orchestra are playing, and they are just swing. They're playing some bassy or something like that, and just swinging so hard. And I was like, oh, this is actually this is actually pretty good yeah i really like this yeah and 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 it's really weird because i'd not heard anything like that before um and i I bought their album or my dad bought their album for me to listen to and i just i just had that thing on rotation like for the rest of february and january and february Mm. and i remember going into into school um one day and giving the head of music um sharon cook 
uh, a CD, the CD of, of the um, the Moving and Grooving Orchestra, and said, "You need to start a big band at this school." Like, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was in year eight, going, "You, you need to start a big, big band, band at this school. We need to play yeah, this music." Yeah, and de- like demanding that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> just the just With like gumption. Well, like yeah, like I, I, like I just thought, you know, you're my teacher. You're I'm at the school. I play in the music department. You know, yeah, these are the things that need to be on offer. And sure, and she went, "All right, fine." <laughs> yeah, and so um, they started the school big band, and 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 you at, were the genuine catalyst for that starting. Yes, yeah, that is insane. Yeah, and it probably doesn't exist anymore because you know things change, I guess. But at oh, the time, maybe it does. I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Um, but um, you know, like the the from that sort of that time to when I finished high school, the the band program just went. Bananas, yeah, right, and and I, and I think I don't know whether it was like you know it's close proximity to Eltham High and Eltham High like legit mm. high school band, and yeah. Maybe there was kind of a bit of a bit of a overflow from from that, or like I don't know, but there was, there was yeah, but but it got we went from having like one school band to having like concert band, um, to having three. Bands Whoa. and two big bands and two choirs Jeez. and we have the musical every single year. Yeah, and so there was an orchestra for the musical. Um, before that, the music department was quite small. Yeah, yeah, one one, one band. That was and, it. And, and really, I think it came down to like, like at first it was Sharon Sharon Cook and then Pam Robinson, mm. but Andrew Lavelle, uh, Andrew Lavelle, Andrew Vangamit, Andrew Lavelle was also a teacher there, but Andrew Vangamit was kind of like. Like the the business, I reckon, as far as as music teachers go, and yeah. he took all the bands and was was like just nonstop. And he teaches at, at Viewbank Secondary now. Yeah, and right. he's, I still keep in contact with him. He's a great dude, and his son Scott Vangam, it's an absolute motherfucker on the trombone. Is that right? Yeah, like shit hot, shit hot. Yeah, wow. Um, and yeah, like, but I think he like him particularly um, was was really important. Um, for the for that success, the success of that music department, Mr. Van, Andrew Van Gamet, yeah, Mr. And that, Van, AVG, AVG, yeah, yeah. Was that the story where you went and did your teaching rounds there, or something? You were maybe helping out in the in the um, teaching area, and. He, AVG calls you over and he goes, hey, Sam, maybe it was Brett. Maybe I'm getting this wrong, but he's called one of us over said, hey, uh, come look at this. And he, he he pointed out that a girl had just gone into the boys' toilets. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, this, well, this might have been Brett. I don't think it was me. But do you know this story? I know this story. We don't have to tell yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty well, but you know where it's going from yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was AVG, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was. legend. Yeah. <laughs> what basically, do you? Uh, yeah. Oh man, that was basically the end of the story. Is he's like, I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. There's too much paperwork. Let's just let's just walk away. But just so yeah. you know, this is the shit that's going down. But, but I think I think he might have dropped a hint. To, yeah. to, to someone and, and, and it got it got sorted. Oh it did. Pretty quickly. Oh good. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was full on. Yeah. It was the van. Um and so yeah, so you're um you you've wow, dude. So you've basically turned a, de- a department into like or a small thing into this huge thing for it just kind of snowballed from that one innocent thing. Hey man, let's start well, a big band in this school. I mean look, I don't wanna Take all the credit. <laughs> no, no, no. See, I mean, I was like, we, we need to start up a big band. Yeah, yeah. And and um, and and it was the the work of the music department, the teachers mm, that mm. really did it. 
but you know, the, the, the whole time it was all always for me. It was all always about the hang. Yeah, and, and yeah. Just, just having a good like friends. I mean, like my 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 now wife. I went to school with who mm. played flute in the in, in the school band. In the school band. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's just it's just it was always about hanging out with cool people. Yeah. 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 Um, and obviously, the, there was enough students at the school to warrant such a big program. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been successful. Yeah, yeah there was, was a lot of kids that yeah, really kids. wanted to do music. Yeah, like, like, I, like, like it's funny. Like Brett, Brett Wood, when, he, when in your interview with him, he said, mm. oh, you know, Montmorency Secondary College was was a, was a rough school." Really? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Really? <laughs> really? I don't, I don't remember that <laughs> rough school." But then <laughs> I sort of went back over and went. What happened to what happened to this guy? Oh, yeah. he's dead. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, drug overdose. Oh, right, okay. Oh yeah. god. What happened to that? Oh, yeah, he's been a spent a year in jail for stealing cars and like lots of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. right. And, but but for for me, like it wasn't until like listening to that interview where I was like, oh, maybe there was some that element there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there was that. At the time, I was just completely impervious to it, you know, or just just didn't give a shit. No, yeah, um, you were so immersed in the music culture. Yeah, well, in fact, I remember like having, <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember having, um, you know, like remember those discman discmans. Yeah, yeah man. So, so I remember being between classes and and having my my headphones on a discman. Yeah, and and was waiting. I was waiting. I, I remember this. I was waiting for a science teacher to come up, and it was year nine. Come up to the portables to the science classroom, and. Uh, and I was listening to Miles Davis, kind of blue, as you do. Yeah, well, you you know when you're a trumpet player, that's that's certainly that's what you shit. listen. To. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's patient zero as far as trumpet playing goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like someone goes, "Oh, what are you listening to?" Mm. Uh, uh, Felicity Felicity Knight, I think her name was, goes, "What are you listening to?" And she just grabbed the headphones off me and just ah. puts my headphones on. She says, "What's this shit?" It's Miles, <laughs> it's Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Yeah. And you know, like 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 Miles Davis, you idiot! <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. And it was like, like one of those moments where she was like, "This is rubbish," and I was like, "You don't even know what you're talking about." <laughs> yeah. like, I was so <laughs> so in the in the you know in trumpet the, world. The I was trumpet like, world, whatever. You're an idiot. Yeah, she's expecting like Nirvana or something because it's yeah, yeah. Or, you yeah, know, whatever. Probably Pearl was. Jam, maybe or whatever. I think year nine probably would have been. Yeah, that's about the time. Oh, Silverchair were fucking massive. There you go. Ninety three. Yeah, massive. Nirvana. Or, not when I was in year nine, which might have been ninety three. Yeah. yeah, Pearl Jam. Okay. And there's there's old mate listening to Miles Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> and that's just like the perfect thing, isn't it? That like music, it doesn't matter when it was released. If some someone's going to be into it at any age, you know, it's it's something that's that's talking to you at that age. It's such a cool thing, you yeah, know, that yeah. is accessible to you. Um, and so you're playing in all those bands. Um, and did you continue to get lessons all the way through high school as well? Yeah, I had lessons all the way through high school, and then um, during high school, I also sort of, uh, sort of went into community bands as well. So mm-hmm. I was playing in, um, and, and Andrew Vangamit as as well ran the, um, and still does ran the Manningham um, Concert Band, which is a community ah. symphonic wind band, and I played in that. Um, and we had you know like once a week rehearsals and and that sort of thing and then from mm. there one of the guys had a big band that he ran called the Opus Twenty One Big Band and maybe that still runs now right yeah um and so I was I was he asked me to play in that and so I played in that but one guy Ian Cooper who was a, a trumpet player he's like 
Australian cornet champion or soprano cornet champion was was playing in that one as well. And he was like a... Like, when I think about it now, he's probably... Stylistically, he wasn't very good at the big band thing, but fuck, Hmm. he could play the trumpet. Like, really could play the trumpet. And so sitting next to him... Like it was almost a lesson on its own, you know, sure. Because he was just so so good. Mm. Um, yeah. This was before you left school. Yeah, this is uh, like year, 10, year eleven, year eleven, year eleven, year twelve. Yeah, and so that that wow. that time, I think, like I really got stuck in to trumpet in in year nine, mm. where I just really just went to town on on practice. Yes, which is which is what you you know at some point that's what we all do. It's, yeah, we all yeah. just. just just go Knuckle in down and yeah, keep, yep, keep practicing. Yep, and just keep the head down for for ages. And so year nine, I started yeah. like, like I remember like Saturday afternoons, I would be like three or four hours, you know, which which for trumpet playing is actually like massive. Yeah, that's a long time to be. Yeah, like it's not like you know guitar where you kind of like your fingers are going to hurt yeah, yeah. for after a bit, but still you can go for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. and you know, yeah. like, you know guita- guitarists and bass players and drummers, they're always like always fiddling around. You can't really. You, know, you can't you can't discreetly no. go <laughs> no, you just can't you can't do it. No. So and, and you just get exhausted. Even with a mute, it's still gonna be using all of that air and Yeah, yeah. You know, from you can't have a conversation and... with someone and practice scales at the same time. Uh, new. Yeah. It's certainly a solitary practicing regime. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like through through year nine, year ten, not like I was just practicing all the time. Mm. Or any chance I could get playing along with CDs and, and transcribing solos and Oh really? And that sort of stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, and so you're doing the um, the community. Um, s- did you say it was a stage band? Computer, community? Oh, the, the symphonic wind band. Symphon- was, yeah, yeah community, okay. and then that nah, stage band, the Opus Twenty One stage band, and we yeah. we do gigs at like, um, oh, like oh, we, we we paid at like a bunch of pubs in Ringwood and oh yeah, Anna Wadding and like they're all that like really east. So you know Ringwood, Croydon. Oh, that side of town. Yeah, yeah. So we play RSLs yeah. and yeah, yeah, that that sort of thing, and then and then sports clubs, you know. While you're still at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right on. And so all the venues, because it was like um, symphonic wind band, they just were like, oh, okay, well, there's kids in this band, but that's like it's a community band, so obviously they can come in, and there was no dramas of like you know overage venues saying, oh, why is there? Oh kids no, in this so band? so that the, the well, no, there was yeah, that, that's a that's a good. Point. I don't. I think things are a bit looser. <laughs> yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, so th- like the 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 big band, the Opus Twenty One. Yeah, we were doing like gigs at pubs. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you show up, like you're all dressed in black, like all the musos. I'm assuming you're all dressed in black and suit. Well, not full suits, yeah, but yeah, like slacks yeah. you and know, a at, white at, shirt at that and sort of jacket. Sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, you're on the cusp there. You kind yeah, of get yeah, away with yeah, it a bit, yeah. eh? It's a, it's a bit of a grey area. Yeah. Well, I was actually speaking with uh, one of my guests a, l- a couple of weeks ago, Aaron, um, and he is a guitar player, and he started playing in pubs at the age of 15. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, when he was in year nine. Um, yeah. he, was, he was the guy who used to work at uh, Mainstream Music. Is that, that the podcast you were... Um, no, that was Ben. He was just ben, last right, week. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. No, so Aaron Shombri, Sh- uh, um, he, he's only 25 years old. So this was 10 years ago when he was 15. And Yeah, yeah it's like 10 years ago. He was 10 years ago. Pass. So 2007 yeah. or what? 2000, 10 years ago, 2008, Davo. You can see why I'm not a maths fucking teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's, but you know, that's a different thing. And obviously his dad had to come to the gigs, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Right. Until he turned 18. But um, there was guys in the band that obviously, you know, were, were better 
veterans of the scene. And so um, after a while, they just he he said on in the in the podcast, if you listen back, he only got a knockback from one venue in his entire like underage muso career. Oh right, you know he was pretty he was pretty lucky. But um, uh, I guess yeah, back in the nineties, different story. You know, a big band comes into a venue. It wasn't even a like it wasn't even a th- an afterthought. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, the music musos are yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so you leave high school and you've done like did you play in the before we get out of high school? Did you play in the pit for the musicals? You were the trumpet player for yeah, the yeah 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 yeah. yeah. No, we did um, did Oklahoma? No, no. Did we do Oklahoma? I well, Danny know. was in Oklahoma. You know what? I think that was I, I might have um, come back to the school. Like Andrew might have employed me to play Oklahoma. Ah, yes, um, yes. Because... So maybe that's why you remember it. Yeah, but uh, uh, did we did um, Crazy For You. Yeah. Uh, that might have actually been... I think I, I acted in one of them as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I think I did. And then there was like some other high school, you know, like those, those rubbish high school ones that... I mean, no, not that they're rubbish. They, they, no, they yeah. have their place. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, like it's not, it's not a, a Broadway show. Yeah, it's more yeah. like ones that they just high schools put on. Yeah, 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 and, and, yeah. and I think now, you know, like it's almost that that people are afraid of. I don't know. At our school, anyway, that I'm teaching at currently, sure, it's it, you wouldn't do like that level of that high school musical. You do yeah. a, something that's on Broadway. So this year we just did the Adams Family musical. Oh wow! Yeah, it was good. It was nice. Really, really good. Yeah. I haven't even. I didn't even know that was a musical. Oh, if you if you do school musicals, we do, yeah, do that one. It's it's great. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. We're doing Greece next year because we've already done it, but it was it's been like ten years or eleven oh, years well, you know, since like, we've done it. Who's going to be? Who's going to? No, it's a yeah, whole yeah. new um, generation of kids and yeah. and families. So, so no one who's I mean, there's some staff that were involved in it, but even I wasn't at the school at that point. Yeah, right. So I know I'm the set, uh, the set designer for the musical. So it's it's going to be brand new for me anyway. You yeah, know? sure. Um, oh, so there you go. And so, oh, that's great that you got to do the musicals as, as well. And even after afterwards. And that reminds me, last year we hired Genta. Oh, yeah. To, to, to play yeah. trumpet for our school musical because he's one of these hired guns as well yep. that get around and um, play just, in that just scene. Just pouring out on the, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did yeah, me, me and Genta are in, in a bit of competition. Yeah, them. right. He's <laughs> like, oh, he's, no, he's no, got no, the gig. Not, not really? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> no like, oh, fantastic. He, I, I caught up with Genta oh, um, over the school holidays. We had like, there was a, a, a great trump, like a trumpet hang. Sure. Just a whole bunch of trumpet players. And we went and saw uh, another trumpet player called Steve Allen play. Right. And we just abused the shit out of him while oh, he was really, playing. Yeah. Really? Like, oh, that's great. Like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Nick Wilkins is another trumpet player. was playing tenor sax and percussion on that gig. Like and we yeah he just he just didn't hear the end of it basically. So, there's about, and these are guys you know. Yeah, eight or nine trumpet players just like <laughs> just being a bunch of assholes. That's fantastic. Yeah. Arms crossed, you know, looking at the guys yeah. on the stage, yeah, just getting getting rowdy. And where was the gig? Um, oh, the the maybe it was the motel or. You know, in, in Clarendon Street, there's a bunch of pubs really close oh, to each other. Oh yeah, Clarendon it was, Street it was one of those. One of those ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, right on, man. Um, okay, cool. And so you um, you leave high school, and then you were saying before you went and you didn't study music straight away. You studied, yeah, economics. I did a, yes, economics and arts at yeah. Trove University, and yeah. I did that for I did that for about eighteen months, and and really, like I, on the first couple of days. So 
with, with in, inside of high school, I was still there was all these other opportunities like state honors band and 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 um, northeast regional concerts where they get all the the play, the, the good players from mm. the from the region and have this like concert at, at Hamer Hall every every year. Oh wow! Yeah, it was good good fun. Um, and uh, in the last year that I did it, um, I made great friends. You know, once again, it's all about the hang. Mm. But I made great friends with. Um, with a whole bunch of different musicians. And then uh, a, a tenor saxophonist, Rosa Lecuria, who was starting um, uh, music at La Trobe University when La Trobe University had a music department. Yeah. That, no, I think it's absent now. They don't have one now. Huh. Um, uh, yeah, she she was starting there and I was starting at La Trobe and I was like, on, on O Week, you know, just... Just hounding drinks. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. just getting munted it on, on, <laughs> on, on O Week. And I, I bumped into her and I was like, you know, like having a you know great chat. And she's like, I'm at the music department. Ah. And, and and I was like, oh, so, you know, like what do they do at the music department? Because in high school, I, 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 I loved music and it was always a great, you know, had a great time. Mm. But, you know, there's, there was always that, oh, you shouldn't do music as a career. You shouldn't do it. Right, Just, and not 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 from not from everybody, but you know the the count, you know the, the guidance counselors or what, yeah. what do you call them, the careers counselors. Yeah, the careers. you know you can always do that for fun and, and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. I and I kind of bought into that, like sure. oh yeah, I can I can do this just for fun, you know, like yeah. it's, it's great. And and at the time, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't like. You know, it was important to my identity of who I was as a person, but it wasn't. Um, you know, like the be all and end all. Yeah, you could see yourself not having to make a living out of it, like just yeah. just being part of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And um, and so, yeah, and and from there, Rose is like, I'll come over to the music department one time, and we'll you know we'll hang out. Anyway, from there, um, they started they started a big band there as well. Ah. And and I got to meet I, I met Troy, um, Troy Mail, Troy Mail, yeah, and um, and Brick Lover. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, you, who you, 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 you were Brett's twenty first, weren't you? I was. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we spoke about that on, on. Well, we didn't speak about it on the podcast, but just before Troy left um, two weeks ago, when he was on the podcast, yep. um, he dropped this bombshell that um, he was because I remembered that he was at the twenty first for Brett, mm-hmm. and you were there too. It was when we were doing that little like kind of funk yeah, band yep. together, and we played his twenty first. But yeah, that Troy. Uh, Kinney, that uh, American yeah, yeah, comedian, Kinney. comedian. No, he's, he's obviously Australian. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he was the one who broke the Millennium Falcon. Yes, and he, the fa- he did with the people's elbow. With on the, the people's on the elbow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I picked it up, and, and I have it still in my house. Yeah, and, and, and like, I, me- I remember that. Like, you, you were like, you can't do this. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was, it was so, so indignant, like emotionally destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you destroying this thing that everyone loves so much? Why, why are you doing this? I don't know if Kenny, like, maybe he's a sports fan, maybe he's not a Star Wars guy or something, but it, it just broke my heart and so much that I had to pick up the pieces, literally, of my heart and, and of the you, Falcon and glue it back together. Yeah. And it's now one of my favorite all-time collectibles. And, and but you see. Brett still talks about that. Yeah, yeah. I have to have him on the podcast <laughs> yeah, to hear the story and, and look, from his side. Yeah, yeah. It'd be it'd be great to have him yeah. on because he's he's just got uh, actually the worst gig I've ever done was with with Brett Glover. Is that right? What yeah. happened? Or do you want to join? Let's get straight into it, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, tell me about the worst gig. The worst gig I've ever done is with Brett Glover, and and it's not because of Brett Glover no. or anybody in the band that he he has called the Sultanas. 
which I think have been about together for about 10 years now. Like, fucking smashing it. So like, clever. Soul Tarners. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who thought of that. Like, Fantastic. I, I can't believe it hasn't been thought of earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, so anyway, he rings me up and, and over the years, like, well, <laughs> over the, the first gig I ever did was with him was like, I think 2012 and he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm desperate for a trumpet player. I was like, well, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take literally anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he he said, "Can you come to can you come to um, sale and do this this gig for me with my band, the Sultanas?" And I said, "Yeah, sure, man. That's that's great, of course." And I get to this gig, and mind you, this is not the worst gig I've ever done. This wow. is this is the precursor to the worst gig I've ever done. Okay. And and so so he he's I get to this gig, go to sale, get to this gig, and 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 um. It's it's a soul soul band. I've listened to some of their stuff, and it's all charted out. So I just have to read the music. It's going to be great, easy, easy for me. Perfect, right? yeah. Um, and it's at the 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 RAAF base in Sale for oh. their some some ball they're having. And I get to the gig, and um, Brett's not there yet. Um, but Lou Capari, the bass player, and um, and Anthony, I think it is, um, are. Uh, uh, are there they're the guitarist and the bass player, and they're having like a full blown argument Whoa. about about what what Lou's wearing. Lou's, Lou's <laughs> wearing, you know, those linen grandpa shirts that don't have the collar. You know, you know, they, they have no collar, and they oh yeah, they just have a button at the top. Yeah, yeah, very nineties. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got one of those on, and he's like in the in the noughties. This happened. I'm this assuming. is two thousand. The, 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 even later than that, two thousand twelve. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is going on? Yeah, he's, he's like, wearing one of his shirts, <laughs> but but. but where did he even find Anthony's one? Anthony's having a go at yeah, it. Where did he even find it? You go to the op shop yeah. every month, every every weekend I'm, for like I'm a just, year to I'm, find I'm one? I'm just really looking for one of those grandpa shirts. <laughs> Do you reckon, have you had one in? Look, give me a call if, if you get one if in. You, you yeah. know the one with a, yep. no collar Don't, with just a top button at the top. I know your first instinct is, is to throw it out. <laughs> but I <laughs> but need I it. it. So anyway, he's wearing this shirt. And, 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 oh. and he's... And, and the guitarist, Anthony's having a, having a red hot go at him for you, dress up, dress up at a gig. Anyway, Anthony's wearing a suit, but it looks like like he's bought it at an op shop for, from a, a dead guy that's like forty sizes too big <laughs> for him. Like he's, yeah. you know, like it's just massively a billowing suit, and he's got a tie on, but the tie's like like goes under the collar on one side, but then it's over the collar on the other side. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and his hair look, looks like he's like slicked up, like something about Mary, you know, like, like <laughs> yeah. he's doing his. And I'm thinking. Oh, we are fucked. Like, <laughs> we are, we are fucked. in we are in big trouble. If this is if this is the the banter before the gig. Yeah, if it, but if this is the, the, the these these guys are loose. Yeah. Anyway, and granted, you never even rehearse with these guys. No, no, no. Literally no, ne- showing up, never, charts, never met them. Yep. So I walk into the room, and these two are having a full blown argument, and um and the uh the, the drummer is has got like one of those leather vests on with like a black t shirt, and, <laughs> and 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 like you know like. Sort of mullet, sort of esque hair. Yeah, and I'm like, oh no, this is this is not good. And then what Brett were you wearing? Up. Oh, I was wearing a suit. Just I was a probably suit. black and white suit. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, the muso. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and Brett rocks up. He's like, mate, how's it going? Oh, you know, great catch up. And then and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing well, man. You know, I'm a bit anxious because <laughs> I'm thinking we're going to get murdered by these RWF pilots. Like we're going to yeah. these, these army guys are going to tear us apart. Yeah, if we're no good. Anyway. He hands me the book, and I look at the book, and I'm like looking at the book, and I'm like, "This is actually these charts are actually pretty good." And, yeah. And um, and I've, I've I look at the um the other arrangements the, for the alto and the tenor, and I was like, oh, "That's this is actually pretty decent. This might be all right to read through." Sure. Anyway, band gets together like 
sound check, fine. Like, line check, really. We didn't sound check. And then mm. just calls in the first tune, and it was fucking great. Wow. Like, the best. The guys have all their parts down. It's just slick as. And uh, and they're all singing, like, three-part harmonies on the BVs. Oh. And it's like... You guys are fucking ace. They're monsters. Yeah, yeah, like, like great. Like, yeah. you know, it's not one. Of, it was one of those. You know, I, I heard it the other day from from a, from a, a mate who was. Um, he said, you know, like all good musicians, but like a, like a legit team of champions. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was a great gig in the end. Yeah. But then, and I'm, I'm going back to sale every once in a while to fill in for the other trumpet player who, who you know, might have another gig or might be going on holidays or sure. something like that. So yeah, I, every I now in, and then. Yeah, yeah, every now and then I can fill in for him. And I, I love it, love it. And we did this gig uh, a while ago and we were staying, like, it was it was a, a wedding. It was in summer, like middle of, middle of summer. And we get to, he rings me up and says, we're going to play on this island oh, in, wow. in Lakes Entrance. So I was like, yeah, it sounds great. Wow, cool. Yeah. Um, so we go to Me Tongue. We're staying, a, you know, I go to Me Tongue for a few days to stay there before we head off to this gig, you know, just hanging out. Anyway, on the day of the gig, I was like, so um, how are we getting this island? He's like, oh, they've organised it all. They're going to get a, a boat. I was like, oh, a boat? It's, it's like just to get to the island on, on a boat? What sort of boat? Like a speedboat? He goes, I don't know. I don't know what sort of boat it is. Um, but I said it needs to be on a dock where we can drive the car right up to it because we've got a big whole PA and everything. And yeah. His PA was massive. And... Um, and then, and then we get to the, so we leave to this gig and we've got all the gear. We've got a trailer with all the gear in it and we get to the pier where they've told him to, to, to meet. Yeah. And it's like, it's about three feet wide <laughs> and about 50 meters long. What? Yeah. Yeah. And so we had to, then the boat rocks up and we had to like, so we had to cart everything along this 50 meter pier oh. onto the, onto the boat. Yes. And so, oh, I was like, fuck. Okay. How big was the boat? Oh, the boat, boat was big. The boat was fine. Well, no. No. The boat was a fishing barge that had no, it was middle of summer and it had no cover. Oh. Yeah, and Brett had specifically said, we need to have cover because if it's, a, if it's a, a long boat ride, we'll need to, cut in case something rains. Like, so, yeah, awesome. no, no cover and it's like 44 degrees. Oh. Yeah, yep. In the sun. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. So so we've carted all our gear for for a nine piece nine piece band, a, a big band. Yeah. Seven, eight. I don't know. I don't can't remember. Whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Carted all this gear to the to the the end of the pier yeah. onto the boat. Forty minute boat ride onto this island. Forty minutes. Exactly. Forty oh. minutes on this, and and by the time I'm like a sunstroke. Was it choppy or no? It was, it was, I was on the um, it's in Lake Entrance, so it's really really calm. Oh, but okay, it just, yeah. but it's just going really slowly. But still, sun. I mean, like the sun came out today, and I was out in it for five minutes, and I felt like shit. <laughs> Forty <laughs> minutes. Yeah, as, but then so at that point we get we get to another pier, everything yeah. gets loaded off, and and then it gets loaded onto a truck. The truck drives this truck drives up to the top of the hill where this where this. Uh, um, tenties, the big big marquees. Yeah, this, yeah. And I'm, I'm, like at this point, I'm just like exhausted because I've been carting stuff around for for a while, and I've been in the sun. Mm. And so I'm I'm drinking. Someone goes, "You want a beer?" I was like, oh, "Yeah, just a beer, beer, beer." Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just having a few beers, having a few waters. We start setting up, and we start start get, getting all the stuff together, and we're oh. like, "Where's where's the power? <gasps> no power." No power. No power. They had they had lights, and the and the and the and the caterers had power. And and but there was no power for the band, like literally no no in no plug to put 
any of our gear into, into for a PA to work. Okay. Well, we've got to fix that. Where's the closest power point? Yes. Not, like at this house that was like 50 metres away. Ah. So I was like, well, we, we, need, to, we need to go to, to get this power lead. Yeah. So extension lead. So one of the guys from the band goes, well, we need to head back. We need to get on the boat and head back. <gasps> so all of a sudden, though, there's, there's a speedboat available for some reason. <sighs> yeah, yeah, right. So the speedboat t- takes one, the tennis sax player back to the island, back, back to the mainland. <laughs> yeah. Mainland. Back, back, back to Lake's entrance. Yeah. He buys like two 50-metre power leads and then, and then comes back and we plug everything in. Yes. And we play two sets. Everybody's having a blast. Great, great time. Yeah. But at this time, I've, I've had a few beers. It's still, you know, hot, hot night. I'm, yeah. I'm dehydrated. And then they, uh, we go, oh, we get, better get some food. And we go to the, the you know, the, the caterers. Oh, so what have you got for the band? And they go, oh, no, we've got no more food. No food at no, all? No food. <laughs> yeah. we're like, but, but we're drunk. <laughs> and we haven't eaten for like many, many hours. This yeah. could, and they're like, oh, we don't have any food. No, no, no food. So we got like no feed at all. So we're like hungry. And, oh man! And then, and then, the um, the groom passed out <laughs> <laughs> under a tree, and, and the and the bride was just abusing the shit out of him, like just oh. slapping him and and just just yelling abuse and dragging him along the ground. And it was, <laughs> It was it was just and it like people were trying to drag her off him and, yes and it was just it got so messy anyway we played one more set and we're like let's get the fuck out of here let's go yeah 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 and then they start like they wanted to play like their iPod like oh can you just leave your PA here no no no, no, no you can't leave it so anyway they got a stereo from someone somewhere yeah and they 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 put it in there and then plugged the it into the extension leads. And we've gone, no, no, extension leads. <laughs> Coming taken with it, us. And they've just lost it. Yeah. Yep. And they, they, that was the other thing, like, like then all of a sudden, they're, they're pulling them off us. Well, I mean, and it we, was, yeah, go on. And then they, we, so we packed everything up and we're just like, let's go down, don't down to the dock and let's just get out of here. Yeah. And we get down, this is, like, at this point, we've played like four sets or something like that. Oh. We've had no dinner. It's like one in the morning. Oh, man. Maybe it was like one thirty, and the and, and I'm like, I could eat the ass out of a low-flying duck. Sure. Like I was so hungry. Hungry, yeah. And uh, and then at one we we're all packed up, ready to go, and the guy goes, oh, look, we're just going to do the last boat at 2 o'clock, just oh. in case anybody else wants to leave. So we sit around for 30 minutes. 2 o'clock, a bunch of people come down. And and like the guy goes, oh, we're um the boat's leaving now. Come yeah, in. and then they're like, no, no, it's all right. And they get in the speedboat. And just, oh! And then we get in the in the uh, the fishing barge and take forty minutes to get 40 back to the mainland. Mainland, all the gear, carted out. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> that sounds like an absolute nightmare, yeah. dude. And then and at three in the morning, I was like, I need to eat, Brett. We need to stop somewhere. So we've gone to Lake's entrance to see if there's like a a Seven Eleven where I can get a bag of chips or something, something. Or, or, or a pie. Yeah. And Brett's the same. Like we're we're just losing it. Yeah. Um. And and there's a fish and chip shop open. Of course there is. There's a, at three in the morning. There's a fish and chip shop open. It was a next next to a nightclub, and we, yeah. so we've gone and ordered ordered a hamburger, and like. Brett was in tears. This hamburger tasted so <laughs> good. Like, or getting all emotional from eating this hamburger <laughs> at three in the morning. Yeah, it was great. Oh, that is the perfect end to a night like that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a that, nightmare. That feed yeah. in. Oh, my God. That is mental, man. And so did they Did they at least... I mean, they paid you, obviously. You oh, got paid oh, for yeah, the yeah. gig. And I, and I actually think that someone rang up Brett 
like two weeks later and said, yeah. oh, I was at that wedding and we were going to have ours at the same place. Do you reckon you'd be available? And Brett just, <laughs> just hung up. <laughs> Didn't want to know about it. Straight away. Yeah, yeah, just like not even entertaining. It's just not happening. Yeah. yeah, we're not doing that gig again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. But anyway, that was, I mean, like, I, I yeah. mean, Kylie Rowbottom, Matt Rowbottom. Um, they were in the band. Yeah, that, that, at, that, at Brett's 21st, but, you know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah, like, like all those guys, yeah, you know, yeah. I got to meet through at, at La Trobe University and just, oh, just had right. an absolute yeah. blast with those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like once, you know, just about the hang, just mm-hmm. having a great time with those guys. And, you know, going to, you know, um, with Brett and Troy going to see Funk Fiction on Tuesday nights at the Evelyn and mm. going to the Nightcat and oh, stuff the, like that. The Nightcat, yeah. Great, yeah. Um, and so then from there, did you actually finish your... Your qualification? Oh no, no. So, so, so in the first six months of of so of doing the course, I I had a massive um, car accident mm. when I was yeah about halfway through nineteen ninety seven. Mm. I had a massive car accident, and and it was a really interesting. Um, like when, when I thought about it later on, it was re- like well in in the aftermath yeah. of of that, it was really telling because. I, I fell asleep driving the car and yeah. just totaled totaled my car the to- and, and totaled me yeah. as well, and I I just I had f- I had, the end result was about ninety eight stitches between my just under my eyelid mm-hmm. to to just above my um the, just just into my hairline yeah. so just in that forehead area I had ninety eight stitches holding Jeez. holding me together yeah and. And I couldn't. I remember being in the in the in the um, emergency, or you know, being in the, in the hospital at, at um, the Austin, and couldn't see. Yeah, my head's all bandaged up. Yeah, and I remember kept 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 asking people, "Are my lips okay? Are my lips cut? Yeah, is there anything wrong with my mouth? Yeah, and and and, and like they they just like. Like, like and and like fair enough too. Like like what the fuck are you talking about? Like yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine. Like like no, seriously, you need to. I need to know. I need to know if my mouth has any damage to it at all. I yeah. was really anxious about it. Yeah. You know? Um. Even on you know loads of morphine or whatever it is they were giving me, still... or maybe it was because of that. I was still. And in the in the aftermath of that, I was like, well, actually, this is pretty important to me. That was a real. Um, that was really important that I that I um. That I, that I knew that that I would be able to play trumpet still. Yeah. So I was obviously, and, and I came to that realization. Like this needs to be more of of what you're doing, of what I'm doing. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I sort of after that it took about six months to recover from that yeah. accident. Yeah. And um, and then uh, the year after, I was pretty much playing flat chat as, yeah. as much as I could. And I went to, I joined another. So did that happen? Um, a year and a half into your qualification? No, it was six, uh, months? six months. Yeah, so I was halfway through 97. Oh, okay. And yeah. so then it took about six months to, to recover. Heal. Yep, yep. And then you obviously didn't go to uni for that remainder of that Oh, uni. no, I, I did, but... but um, Just yeah, my, early my, once or twice a week or something. Well, I mean, I, I still did it... Um, yeah, I still did stuff at uni. Yeah. You know, like uni wasn't a huge load and, and I was out of hospital in a couple of days. Okay. But 12 months later, I was having plastic surgery and, and, yeah, and that right. sort of stuff. So it was really, um, yeah, it was, it was you know, mentally, I think as well. Because I'm just the, trying to figure out in my head the timeline from 
um, when that happened to when you went to to TAFE. Oh, okay, so yeah, that, so it took about six months for me to sort of get it back together again. Yeah, and and then I just started playing flat chat oh, okay. as, as much as I could. Um, and I joined another while commu- you were still studying at the uni. Yeah, yeah. While well, so, so okay. So now I'm I, with you. Yeah. So I was still still studying, but I wasn't really taking it very seriously though at that at that point. Sure. Um, and uh, and I I, I spent um, I, I played with the um, Springvale <laughs> Springvale Bicentennial Youth Concert Band. Yes. Um, and and that was like another like great players coming through there as well. Again on the other side of town. Yeah, yeah. But like like. You know, you know when you're, you, like, it was a good hang. Yes. Um, uh, and some really good players like Richard Tile. Um, uh, it was run by uh, a teacher, Rob Wagner, who is is amazing as well. Mm. And um, and Richard Tile, um, who's a great keyboard player in in Brisbane now, um, was 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 out there. And you know, just just great, great, great band. Yeah, nice. And so we went on tour up to Sydney for some competition, and we got to play at the Opera House, which was which is total buzz. And I remember, oh, wow, it was one of those bands that where everybody was like really focused on, like 50, 50 to sixty people in the yeah. band, like massive, massive symphonic wind band, and people just like really serious about making it sound shit hot. Yeah, and um, and we played, we played. I remember. We, we play this one piece by Elliot Del Borgo called, called Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night. Huh. And it's based on the on a poem. Or maybe the poem is by Elliot Del Borgo. I, don't, I can't remember. Mm. And I remember, like, that, like, like, playing that at the Opera House and just with the, with the, the, the ability, everybody was just working so hard to make it sound so good and yeah. it just sounded excellent. Oh, and there was this, you know, like, the last note of that I remember there was like no, no applause, no no silence, and then everybody just went bananas after that. And I was like, "I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do this for you know, like this is what I, I'm here to do." Yeah. Um, and and so then then it was like, that was in like July before the TAFE course started, and I was like, I need to find me some some a, a music course. Yes. Um, and so so I just I I, I think it was literally like. Going to TAFE, I just walked in to Greensboro TAFE, and yes. it's like you do a music course. I want to, I want to be in it. Yes, and um, and they're like, okay, <laughs> come back and audition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasn't quite. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I like the cut of your jib. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, um, it was yeah, like come back for audition. audition, and they just said straight away, yeah, you can, you can start here. Yes, and um. And that was yeah, that was when when tape started. Yeah, yeah man. Soon well, after that, I remember. Well, yeah, it was nineteen ninety nine, and it was my first year out of school. Yep. And I got in, accepted into Box Hill tape as well, but that had that had a little bit more of a fee paying vibe to it. It wasn't that much more expensive, and it was further away from yeah, home. Yeah. So I thought, well, coming from um, uh, a private school all the way through my whole schooling, I'm like, I might give my parents a break. <laughs> And just, you know, go the the government-funded TAFE yeah, around, yeah. you know, in Greensy. And um, I'll never forget, I, I were in the, the that main practice room on the, on the first day, and I'm sitting around the back, and there's these, these two characters behind me or beside me or something just hitting it off like old mates, because you were old <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. mates. You were chatting. I'm like, geez, these guys got... 
to friendly fucking quick. Like, you know. So your, your assumption is nobody knows anybody. Anybody, yeah. 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 This it's, is prep. This is prep, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, geez, these guys have become fast friends, you know. Yeah. And obviously it was you and Brett, you know, because you knew each other. Yeah, and like like me, Brett and Shannon, like, played in bands and, and, yeah. and, and like, our own bands as well. Like, like I sort of, Shannon had that thing with Brett and, and, mm. um, and Trent, Trent, um, oh, Trent Marr, I think his name was. That sounds right. Yeah, and um, and uh, 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 Brad, um, uh, Brad, somebody staring off into the distance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dead name. space. Sorry, that's what's true. Yeah, anyway, Brad. Brad played bass. Brad played. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. we got there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and. Um, uh, yeah, and, and so you know we played. Already like, knew each other. Yeah, we already knew each other, yeah. and, we, and we know like we'd done gigs and and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and I think Shannon was was in in the next year above us as well. For a tape. Yeah, I yeah. think he was. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Brad Calf, Brad Calf, Matt Matt Calf, Matt Calf's brother, who I um there you go, who I uh, played trumpet with when I was in Year Seven, in Year yeah. Seven, yeah, oh, yeah. and Year Twelve, all the way through. Yeah, but um, yeah, like. That was uh, yeah, it was good good times at, at TAFE. I just remember that first year was just so cool, man. You know, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, Not so much the second year? No, well, because I um, was in a kind of a bad place the second year. I, I was kind of spending too much time at my girlfriend's place, and I ended up failing the course. Oh. So I had to come back and do... Because um, she lived around the corner. <laughs> so instead of going to TAFE, I would go oh, and visit my girlfriend to, at the time. I went to school with her, didn't I? You did, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. And so I, what's, what's with you and Montmorency High girls? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker for those Monty girls. <laughs> it's like green uniform. Right. Um, I know, but my, my ex didn't go to Monty. Oh, no, because she, no, she started going to, to, to Monty and then she went to, oh, I can't even remember her name, but she was in was my year. Her name was Alicia. Yeah, but she went to Monty and, then, went, yeah, and then she went to your school. Really? Yeah. I yeah. don't remember that. Oh, that's, I mean, yeah, it was fucking 20 odd years ago. So, yeah, I don't remember. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, the first year was great and the second year, not so much. And then the third year really sucked because I was literally there for just two units. Uh. I had to do keyboard studies, which I failed, and I, I, I failed um, theory. Oh, really? Two things that I just... Oh, and that, they're, they're, they're the funnest subjects, though. <laughs> what are you talking about? As a singer, I had no yeah, yeah, instrumental yeah. background to... You know, I mean, I did, I passed my VCE solo performance, so I thought I would have had enough chops to get through it. Yeah, I think but because I, think, I was distracted, yeah. I just fucking you know, I dropped the ball. And look, look, I, I'm I, I kind of really I'm glad that happened because um, I obviously wasn't mature enough to kind of realise what I was doing at the time, and um, I was able to you know start teaching. That was pretty much when I started teaching. Yeah, right. Okay. You know, um, uh, that that year and then the year after. But um, did you, you finish the course, didn't you, in the two years? Yeah. Of yeah. course you did, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you're a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> and where did you go after that? Um, also, I got a, I got a gig um, teaching, teaching trumpet at, uh, at secondary schools. Yeah, right. Um, so, there was a guy who was teaching in the northeastern region. So, so the, the, the head of music at my, my high school, mm. Pam Robinson, had, had sort of like stepped up into the next... Echelon, and I'm not sure how how it's structured now in that in the in the public schools sector, but yeah, she sort of administered all the instrumental teachers for the for the region. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there was this guy who was going on sick leave ah um, because he was obese. Oh yeah, um, 
and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was one of those situations where someone is going to just 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 um, work down their sick leave until until there's none left, and then retire. Okay. And so they were like, oh, we, you know, like. So they essentially need someone to replace him, but they couldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so I had to do these fill-in gigs. And yeah. I was teaching at my old high school, and I was teaching at Whittlesea Secondary College, and I was teaching at Banksy Secondary College. Wow. And, and and it was like really ad hoc, and and I was teaching at, at a few other... No, no, maybe I wasn't teaching at primary school then. Oh, e- either way, like I was I was doing teaching at those high schools. Yeah. And, and, um, and I did that for... Oh, for, for a while... But, but I didn't like. I certainly didn't like teaching mm. um, uh, at that time. Right. I, I, yeah, I really disliked it. Like to the point where I'd feel physically ill. Oh, really? Getting up in the morning on the way to, uh. to band rehearsal, like taking a band rehearsal, I'd be like, oh, you know, uh. like like to the to the point where I, I was almost like puking. Wow. Having really? such a horrible time. Why yeah. did it not? I don't know. You because don't know. now I teach and I fucking love it. Yeah. So, right. So, you just so, weren't ready for yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Just then I didn't. I didn't like it. Or maybe. I... Yeah, it might have been. I, I like. I really don't know. Don't I, know. Yeah. Maybe Were I didn't think I was bands good at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. So I yeah. think you know, in in TAFE, I'd sort of started doing the the um, the cover band thing with. Um, we had a band called Talking Loud, which is you remember Sylvia. Sylvia. No. Yeah, she was a singer, and then um, I remember the name. Though. Andrew Fuse. You know, if you go, Fugues, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's Fugues. Um, it was. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else was in it. An- uh, Anthony Potesta, okay. tennis sax player. Yeah, these yeah. names definitely ring a bell. Yeah, they were all. They were, all of them were TAFE dudes. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. I think all of them were TAFE dudes. Um, and you started doing gigs with those guys. Yeah, we, while we, you were at TAFE as well. Yeah, yeah, we were doing. I'm pretty sure sure we were doing that when we were at TAFE, and then yeah. we, were, we were playing like St Andrews Pub and oh yeah, that's doing, a good gig. doing some weddings and some some um, corporate gigs and yeah, like I remember, you know, like yeah, like we get we had a lot of a lot of different corporate gigs. And, yeah, yeah, and um, I think I think Sylvia um, had a few connections. Ah. Yeah, so she like like I think she worked for the Richmond Football Club. Oh right, and so we sort of you know had a few business contacts. Nice, I, I think. Um, so yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. Mm. And um, and and that was you know like up to up to about two thousand and two, and yeah. um, and then two thousand and three, I got a, like a like a, a day gig. I, right. I quit teaching and, and got a day gig. Yeah, working. I was I was working at um, for a company called Hosking Financial Group, and hmm. and they owned like. Nine cash converter stores. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and I, I I worked for them, and and the, the real shame was I just basically stopped playing because work just was. I, I was getting paid a, a good amount of money, and I was, ah. you know, when you're making a bit of bank, you kind of you know you want to stick into it. And, yeah, um, yeah. I was, and so I, I basically from about. 2003, and, and and I think maybe it was like part of the, res- the, the 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 stopping playing was just like my disdain for teaching yeah. teaching people. And, and the, the stupid thing was is that is that I, I've still am friends with people that I taught, yeah. and, and, and like and and that's a whole a whole different story. Like, yeah, yeah. Or the, the, you know, like a whole my reintroduction to playing playing trumpet was because of that. Because yeah, I, because I was sort of still like knew those those kids that I taught, and they yeah. all went to Greensboro. Safe, ah, to MIT as well. Right. Um, yeah. So, so from for, I, I quit teaching in. It must have been two thousand and three, and two thousand four f- and five. I had a day gig, you know, like at work in these cash converters, and just like 
Mm. It was real hard, hard work. Yeah. Really fucking hard work. Um, I remember one day I was at the um, Nary Warren store. As you do. Yeah. And um, this guy wanted to sell us a bunch of tools. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. like like a, a toolbox. And of course, the guy, yeah. And, and the, 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 the buys and loans manager um, it was was like, I, I'm, what am I going to do with, I can't buy a toolbox of yeah. tools. Like this is, I can't sell this. I can't do anything with this. Is, it's not something I want to take. Yes. I mean, this guy was obviously a, a bit desperate. He's like, bring something back, something else back, and I'll, I'll help you out. But, sure. But, you know, like, you know, when I say help out, I'm, I'm, like I'm well aware of the the social fuckery that, that cash converters is. Yeah. But, um, but this guy turned around. He, he said, I, I think there was like this back and forth, and then, then this, this manager um, said, look, this conversation's over. I can't offer you any money. I'm going to leave now. Come back if you've got something else. Sure. And... He walked through these doors and just walked away. And this guy grabbed a wrench from out of the um, toolbox. Toolbox, and then just follows him through these doors. And and at that point, like this guy turns around and realizes this guy's got a wrench and he's coming into the, the staff only area. Yeah. And and he went to town on this guy, like as in the guy sans wrench who didn't have the wrench. The manager. Yeah. Just beat the shit out of this, this guy. guy, and you know, like we're pulling every, like pulling him off, pulling the other guy, like off off of each other because they're just wailing on each other. You, you were starting, yeah, yeah, pulling yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. man, like I could tell, like that would be a podcast on its own. The number of fucked up <laughs> stories I <laughs> From have working, at yeah, the yeah. Cashies. Like I broke a guy's arm. What? Yeah, I broke a guy's arm who tried to. Um, who tried to? He had a, a syringe with blood in it. Oh, at, what? at the Collingwood store. Yeah, and he tried to um, uh, attack. Like he said, you know, give me all the money in the fucking town. And, and he's like, tried to to inject or just stab you. one of my colleagues. Oh, one of your colleagues. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I had I had um a, like a nightstick, one of those you know retractable nightsticks underneath the. Yeah. And so I whipped that out. Yeah. And just smashed it across his his arm. Yes. And broke it. And broke it. Yes. Yeah. And um and. Fuck. Yeah, and this guy's like wailing on the ground, and I smacked him across the face and Shit. smashed his face up with it. And Jeez. and 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 it was like those sort. Of, <laughs> actually, it was really, whilst that whole whilst I wasn't playing very much at that time, I yeah. was sort of I, I was running a band at um, the uh, Melbourne University's Engineering Music Society. Whoa. They had a, had, a, had a big band, and I was running that, that band. I was you know MDing the band. Yeah, and we had a gig that night. And the cops had to arrest me because I'd, I'd beaten the shit out of this guy. Mm. And so I had to go, like, they had to arrest me and, like... Do the paperwork. Yeah, yeah, because I'd, I'd, I'd beat this guy up. And, sure. And and they just and they were like, it's just a formality. Like, mm. we need to... Um, so I went and had to give a statement at the yep. cop shop. Yep. And then they got his story. And I'm on my phone going, it's a really funny story. <laughs> But I'm going to be a little bit late yeah, to, to, to the, the gig. gig, and the gig was at St Pat's Cathedral, no, St Paul's Cathedral. Oh man! Yeah, it was like a big, it's a big deal. Yeah, and I was, it's a Saturday night, and uh, and I, I, I'm going to be a bit late. Yeah, they're like, oh, uh, really? Like, yeah, this seems okay. a bit odd. Yeah, I was like, look, I'll tell you when I when I get there. Sure. And and I got to the gig, and it got to you know, finally they said, yeah, look, we're, we're fine. You know, sorry to hold you up, but you know, you can go. go. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I got to the gig, and they're like, "What has been happening?" 
<laughs> and it's like, um, I've been uh, I've been at the police station. Um, yep. I was in a fight. Yeah, yeah, and I I really hurt a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're and they're like, okay, right. okay. Anyway, so so like <laughs> things like you that. You worked at Cashies though. Yeah, yeah. So, so it so, wasn't like you know. Yeah, well, well, you know, like I think yeah. And, and they might have even said it. Um, look, our MD was was a bit late today, yes. and uh, so we didn't get time to sound check. Um, he was breaking a guy's arm, you know, or something <laughs> like that, you know. But things like that. Eventually, yeah. I was like, um, "Yeah, this is this is not not for me." No. And 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 from that, I I sort of started playing playing again. Yeah. Um, is this where we get into Frankie once out? Oh well, yeah. But pretty much at, at that point, um, I. I uh, yeah, I, I remember um, the so the, the Frankie wants out is is pretty much it's it's Andy Coates. Okay, um, Andy Andy Coates was a, a Banksy Secondary College um, student who yes. went on to do music at Greensboro, and he did that with uh, another guy, Joel Udell, um, Cam Stark. They all went from from Banksy Secondary College right. to to um, Greensboro. Yes, and and he and Andy. Um, Calls me up, and I was I was actually on holidays in the Gold Coast, and and you get this like phone call from Andy, who I have not spoken spoken to in in years since he was in high school. Sure. Hey Sam, how's it going? Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good man. Look. Yeah. Good. What 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 what's what's happening? Yeah. Yes. Look, I'm turning 21. <laughs> okay. And uh, I've got this band together, and um, I've written all the music for it, and I'm going to perform it at my 21st. Whoa. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, man. You know, do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, sure, sure. So anyway, um, he he gives so he gives me this, this he gives me the music and we have a couple of rehearsals and um, we do this we do this this gig for his birthday. And yeah, it was, it, was, it was good good fun. Yeah, and then he rings me up and says we're doing a gig. We're doing a gig. Um, and Jack Pantazis, who used to teach at um, uh, no Jerry, that's Jerry Pantazis. Jerry Pantazas plays the drums. Ah, Jack Pantazas is the guitarist. Ah, okay. And Jack, Jack. But was, was just Jerry and Frankie once out? No, no, no. Jack, Jack Pantazas owned a bar. Like in in two thousand and six, ah. Jack Pantazas, as well as teaching at MIT, or, owned or a bar at Melbourne Polytechnic. Owned a bar. Whoa! And and he gave he gave Andy a gig. And and um, what was the bar called? I think it was called Scarlet. Oh, okay. Yeah. In, in cool. fact, I'm, I'm certain it was called Scarlet. Called Scarlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and anyway, he gives us this gig and uh, gives Andy this gig and Andy so he sort of puts this thing together and he's written all the charts out and he goes, here's the charts. And, yep. and there's sort of like, like, you know, it's like Neo Swing, like Cherry Pop and Daddy's Big Bad Voodoo Daddy and, and that yeah. sort of stuff. And um, I remember like the first gig, I remember like, I don't, I don't know why I felt this, but I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone I'm doing this gig. <laughs> I'm just going to see how it goes. Sure. And if it's good, maybe I'll, I'll get Stick people around. to come along. Yeah. And... And then we did the first gig, and it was just fucking great. Yes. Like, so, so Frankie wants out. Is Andy wrote all the music, arranged all the charts. What did he do in the band? He's the singer. He was a singer. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, and great. Like really. Yeah, he's like, good. Amazing. Um, and it was um, <laughs> it was uh, Carlo Parisi who now is playing for um, Anthony Kalia. Oh yeah. Now that's the drummer. Yeah, that's the drummer. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So and 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 Carlo's like. Rock solid time. He's a monster, yeah. Yeah, monster. Um, uh, ben Christensen. Oh no, but Ben Christensen wasn't the first bass player we had. We had this other loose unit for a bass player. I can't even remember his name. Bass players, he man. just rocked up one day and was like, "I'm not playing any more gigs, dudes," <laughs> and, and just like 
like arrived to the gig and then left the gig, like just to tell us he wasn't going to do the gig. Oh come on, I man! Know. Like, but he was he was like always high on something, and yeah, he was like it was a real drag. That is the worst when someone yeah. does it on the day of. But but he lasted about six months in the band. Yeah. Um, and 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 so well we did our, we did our first gig and it was yeah. it was this bass player I can't remember who it was um, it was um, Ainsley Finn uh, um, Dominic Bello who's another Monty secondary boy who went to NMIT as okay, well okay yeah yeah um, uh, uh, Carlo Parisi Andy it was um, uh, Cam Stark and Joel Udell mm. and Joel Plimmon on um, on horns as well mm. and. And we so we started doing gigs, and we just had this like dream run of a summer, just playing playing gigs flat out. And I nice. also and I remember like I also did at that time I did a uh, a, a gig, I did a, a, a musical, I did Les Mis. Oh wow! I did I did I did um I did this. Uh, so when I was starting to get back into playing and yeah. hitting really hard, I was I had some lessons off Greg Spence, um, who's like a, a you know like a really well known trumpet player in, in Australia, mm. and. Um, and so having having that um, those lessons with Greg Spence, I sort of got pretty good pretty quickly, or what I thought was pretty good pretty quickly. And yeah. then I got a call to do cabaret um, somewhere as an amateur amateur theatre production of, yeah. of cabaret, and I did that. And then because of that, I got asked to do lame is. Yep. And then I did lame is, and I was sitting next to another trumpet player in, in uh, doing that, um, Craig Bentley, and he's like, "Oh, so where'd you go to uni?" Yeah, where'd you where'd you study? And I was like, oh, I haven't. I I just I went to TAFE, and you should really think about going to uni. Yeah, right. And so so then I was like, oh, okay. And it was like literally that that thing where you know, like same as Greensboro, where I just I just next morning I was like, oh, well, maybe maybe I will. <laughs> I, I was still working cash converters at that time, and I was yeah. like, I just rang up and said, I'd like like I want to know how to audition. And they sort of pointed me in the right direction. Yeah, how to audition, and then for what's what, what uni? Monash University. Oh, Monash Music, doing the yeah, doing the Bachelor of Music, yep. And uh, so I auditioned for that, and I got in. And I remember the day, (laughs) the day I got the letter saying, "Yeah, you're in." In Clayton, yep, yep. Yeah, that's where I did my dip ed. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I I spent a lot of hours in the the Gamelan Studio in the Education Department. Yeah, right on, man. It's good fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so I um I uh. I got the, the the acceptance letter. Wow! And just wrote a resignation letter like immediately, straight away. Yeah. And uh, and just the next going back day, to just school, walk, man. He just walked in, and just went, bam, see you later. And yeah, then, you know, I've, you, I've I've got a month. I'll give you a month, and that's it. Yep. And then um, yeah, just started started uni. Far um, out. And so you were like twenty seven at this point. Yeah, it must have been twenty eight, maybe sure. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And so and but Frankie was sort of playing at that point mm-hmm. a bit. And it was, you know, from there, it just, it like that first year of uni, I was playing all the time, practicing, and, yeah. and it was all all music, quit my, quit my job, and and was just, just, just playing in Frankie, basically. Yeah, nice. Um, which was, which was great. And then we went on, like, we started going on tour halfway through 2006, and then it was pretty, pretty solid till, you know, for quite a while, actually. So where did you tour? Oh, um... Oh, uh, we st- first tour we did the first tour we went we just went east coast and then back down again. Yes, and we went for about three three weeks. Yep, um, and just took a took a van. Yep, and and we 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 funded it from from previous gigs. So we'd done like a huge, we'd done a huge um, 
um, New Year's Eve gig and ah uh, nice yeah yeah so we had, we had we had some funs yeah and we just we just basically yeah stayed in backpackers and yeah. and, and stuff all all I mean don't get me started oh, oh man they they're, suck they're the worst yeah um and and I remember sometimes we'd like get get hotel rooms and we'd have to like share a double bed with two two dudes, dudes yeah it was fucked yeah man yeah I mean you know like it was great. <laughs> yeah, but it was fucked. It is fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it's like a different it's, kind of experience going on tour with a band than going and then going oh, on holiday with your fan. Oh or, yeah, or yeah, whatever. You know, but you know, like, and we're were, in these nice places, but you're with your band. You can't really do much. I mean, you can do. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know, yeah, hotel, yeah, yeah. What do you usually fucking do in a hotel room? You bang your misses. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't exactly do that when there's dudes around. No, you know what I mean? No, it's no. a different kind of environment, different yeah. vibe. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, and we were always like. You know, like every day we'd be in the in the van, yeah, going yeah. going to gigs and 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 stuff like that, and, and so it was it was it was like really, like I remember the first day we drove we drove, we drove to Canberra, yeah, did a gig in Canberra, yeah, drove to Sydney, did a gig in Sydney, the next night, yeah, yeah, drove to somewhere else, another gig, and so we were we di- we didn't stop until we got to Byron, oh, and then we spent a week in Byron, oh, and nice. it was that was just great, that would have been cool, but then we were playing at the Byron Bay Hotel. Yes. Um, yeah. So we were, we were playing there, and then we went up a bit further to Brisbane, and yeah. played some shows in Brisbane, and then maybe a bit further than that, maybe Coolum, and then yeah. came back down and all the way back down. So like, like, so they they all kind of blur into into you know like we did a few of those. Sure. So we might have you know played Coolum on another, another tour. Newcastle, we played a bunch of times. Newcastle's a great town to go tour through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was always you know bunch of smelly <laughs> dudes dudes in a van yeah man and uh and, and that was a big band too like yeah, it's so a lot n- of people n- to nine cram dudes. into a van nine dudes so we we got you know like those big 12 seater we'd hired one oh yeah 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 and just just like I don't, i'm pretty certain you don't need to have a have a license a truck license no you yeah. wouldn't for that cuz it's just a van but yeah, so still, we just we just drove big. just drove just drove yep. yeah. and did you have like a, a a trailer at the back for the gear or you just, yeah, yeah, we did. And we, did. actually, we had a roadie for our first one as well. No, like, shit. no not a roadie, sorry, a sound engineer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he was really hard to work with too in the end. Why was that? I oh, just, he, he, he did not want to be with nine dudes. And it was one of those, <laughs> one of those things where, you know, like everybody in the band clicked. Like we all yeah. had a great time. We were, it was all about the hang. And he was like this on the outer. You oh, know, like really? he wasn't really friends with us. I think he was friends with some of the other guys, but yeah. he wasn't like. Really good friends yeah. with, with everybody, so it was really, really hard for him. I think. Far out. Um, so he'd just get really shirty at gigs, like you know, or maybe that's just the way that because um, sound engineers are just assholes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> there's some, there's some good ones, but yeah, no, look, you know, it does attract a certain kind of person. Yeah, yeah, it's, like they're really short with you. Like, oh, yeah, always. You know, and 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 like at, at that point, we were like. We're fucking rock stars, and we're we're, we're, we're drinking heavily before gigs. And, oh my goodness! And so we were just, you know, not listening. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But it was, you know, like had some great, great gigs. Like yeah. I, I remember like playing. I remember playing a great, a great gig at the at the Lucky Country Hotel. Okay. In Newcastle, and um, I remember before we'd even started, like they just said, "Oh, what do you want to drink?" And I was like, <laughs> "I'll have um." Oh, whatever it was that I that I had, I can't remember. But it, it, that, like when I started the gig, there was like the the same number of 
um, beverages that I want. The beverage that I wanted was lined up along my fallback wedge, like so. It was just <laughs> like, like the exact number of beverages was the width of my, of, of of my the fallback, fallback wedge. Yeah, they just they just lined them up for you. Oh my god, like, this is great. I love this. Yeah, drinking, drinking, and, and just like got spastic. Yeah, <laughs> got, and, and I remember like, how is it playing trumpet when you're drunk? Oh, I with that band. I think at that time we were we were. It's not great. No. But at that time, we were so well rehearsed and so tight that it, you were on almost on autopilot. Autopilot, And you'd right. have these moments where you could, you know, sort of, you know, like we do sort of extended solos, especially at live gigs. We do, like, yeah. someone to do an extended solo and, and you know, you'd, you'd sort of have a bit of time to relax or, yeah. or you know, get into it. And, and But I remember getting this one point in the gig and I was like, I need to go to the toilet. Ah, like I've really got to go to the toilet. I've got yeah. to, I've got to leave the stage. <laughs> and now, yeah, and like yeah, like now, and and there was like a a guitar solo started, and I was like, <laughs> I've got to go, just off <laughs> off to the toilet. And I'm at the toilet, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> the best piss of your life, yeah, just emptying my bladder. And then I look across, and I was like, oh, hey, Andy, and it was like the singers there doing exactly the same thing. What? And then. Oh, there's Ainsley, the piano player. Oh, there's, there's Cam, there's Joel, there's Joel. <laughs> the whole band, except for except for the bass player and the drummer and the guitarist who was doing the solo, all went to the toilet. All of them. At the same time. They're all standing there. And, and when we come back, and, and Carlo's like doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. He, we finished the song. He goes, "I need to go." <laughs> Stop the gig! Stop, Stop the, the gig. gig! And the other three had to go to the toilet as well. Yeah, it was it was so funny. Oh my god! Yeah, it was ridiculous. That but, is so good. Yeah, and the, the, the audience would have been just perplexed. Like, where the yeah, fuck yeah, is just, the it, band? The gone? whole band just disappeared. <laughs> like, 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 and, then, and, and it was really because we all just went and 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 Dom's like doing this song. He's like, "I thought you'd organised it." Like, it was this pre-planned thing that you yeah, had. Yeah, like, at this point, yeah, we yeah, all yeah, leave yeah, the yeah, stage. Like, like, it was like a, like an anti-flash mob or something like yeah, that. So yeah, so it's like a. a it's the focus is on them now, yeah. you know. But yeah. in, re- in reality, it was just because I, I needed to, need take to go to the toilet. Yeah, and and I remember like that 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 lucky country hotel. I think there'd just been a, a a massive storm in Newcastle, right? And about two days after we played there, that venue was was um, uh, you know when you when you when the, like nobody can be in this building. It was oh, like storm oh, damage. Yeah, it was like the storm damage was so bad, and we were playing in this venue. It was structurally unsound. And, and then they were like, yeah, it was like derelict after that. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember being like they they'd let you stay in the in the room up top. Yeah. Like in room in the rooms above. So you you just get like I was I had to be carried to bed. I was so drunk after Whoa. that. But I remember putting my hand on the wall and my, my hand went straight straight through the wall. Oh my god. Outside. Oh, so there was a, a storm, and then you guys played. Yeah, storm. There was a, there was a boat, like a massive boat that had just like been run aground on this storm. It was like it was a big thing in like two thousand and six, I think it was. Jeez. Maybe two thousand and seven. And they still let punters in, even though it was storm but, damage. There was there was storm damage, but the, but 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 it wasn't really obvious, and it was right. Um, yeah, after that, it, was, <laughs> it got obvious when yeah, you yeah, punched yeah, a hole yeah, through yeah, the wall. Right. <laughs> and two, day, two days later, they were like, "Oh, it's um, it's it's closed um because yeah. uh, it's been condemned, condemned, condemned. Yeah, like it's been condemned or something like that. <laughs> that's the word you were looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> condemned, condemned. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens to buildings. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was it was a real rough, rough, rough pub. That's out of control, man. But we we yeah we played um 
Well, because b- before you go on, I actually did. I tried to do a little bit of research on the band and, and the and the artist uh, before they come into the podcast, and I, I threw in our, um I threw in uh, Frankie Wants out into YouTube, and like the first or second thing that pops up is Mornings with Carrie Ann, and you're smashing like. Do you want to hear the greatest story? Yeah, I do. Because because that that Mornings with Carrie Ann came with the biggest, the, the, one of the the most amazing stories. I'll, I'll tell you. Let's finish right. on that. So yeah, let's do that. So this I can't remember what year that was, but it was it, we were, we were doing this. We were playing at the Blue Diamond. We'd play, been playing at the Blue Diamond for you know a while, and yeah. this guy came up to us and said, "I'm putting on an event, and I want you guys to play at this event." Ah. We're like, okay, yeah, sure, man, no worries. And so we, we negotiated, you know, the fee and you know all the details and all sure, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then he and he turns around and he goes, "Look." I've actually got um, got us to um, to appear. They're going to plug us on mornings with Kerry Ann, and I yeah. want you guys to go and uh, play on um, on Kerry Ann to promote the show. To promote this show, yeah. Mm. And we're like, that sounds fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Yep, get us up there. We'll we'll go. And um, and this guy, this guy, I think he 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 had a business. Yeah, he had he had a business that had spent a bit of money with Channel Nine on on advertising on television ah. advertising. He had like a, a fairly fairly big business of some sort, and uh, and so we we went round to we we he he sort of sorted out all the details and he said, look, I've got these these two apartments in in Sydney that yeah. we'll, we'll stay at, we'll stay at. I've hired these two apartments. Oh, because mornings with Kerry Ann was up in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. So we we flew up. They they flew us up to Sydney, and we stayed in this this hotel. Beautiful. And and he he um so so it, it was kind of this logistical nightmare getting it done. But we really wanted to get it done because we thought you know like that's that's television and it's you know it's good good exposure and it, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's an experience. And then they said, "Oh, you need to be, you need to be, because um, they filmed it live. Yeah. So you have to be here at four, no, five in the morning or so, six oh. in the morning or something like that. It was some heinous time, time that we had to be there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so what we did is we, at that time, um, Carlo was sponsored by somebody. His drumming was, was sponsored by some some company, yeah. DW or something. Maybe maybe yeah, I think he might be Yamaha now. Sure. But he was he was um, he had an endorsement of some sort. And so we we had to go um, get all the all the gear mm. organised beforehand. So me and Ben, the bass player, went up and uh, we went to went to this higher place and we'd, we'd organised it all. But then we needed to have it all sent over to. We needed to check it off before we we sent it over to Channel Nine Studios. Mm. And so me and Ben went there, and the other guys were going to come in later on that night and then just sleep overnight. Done. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go to the to the studio the next morning. Anyway, so we get up there, and the other guys, the guys. So there's these these two business partners who're putting on this event, and they get up there as well. You know, they're just gonna you know go and have make a night of it, or whatever. Sure, yeah. Um, and so there's another guy there. I don't even know why this guy's there, but there's another guy there who's friends with with one of these dudes with, with the the guy who had the business that that sort of lined it all up. Yeah, and um, and uh, and he. He was, he was a bit loose, that guy. But, <laughs> yeah. any, but anyway, they're like, you guys want to come out for dinner? We're going out for dinner. You and Ben? And I was like, yeah, cool, man. We'll go go, go out for dinner. And we were in that, that, that sort of area in Sydney where there's a few for Spanish restaurants. We went to have tapas, tapas, 
Oh, is that how you say it? I don't know. Yeah, Tapas. Tapas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we ended up Tapas and we, um, we, we, you know, drinking and eating with those guys, having a great time. And, sure. And uh, you'd already organised the gear, so that yeah, was everything, done. everything was done. You know, we're yeah. just waiting for the guys to rock up, and the, yeah. the guys are, you know, like they were coming in pretty late, like ten thirty. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so, um, or maybe you no, know, maybe not that late, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the uh, so they, they were out, we're out for dinner, having a few drinks, and they're like, oh, we're, we're going to go on and and um, you know, go out. And I'm like, oh, whereabouts? Oh, we're going to the strippers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, look, I don't feel like going to the strippers. Oh, are you sure? Sure, I want to come to strippers. Like my shout, we'll go to strippers. Yeah. Nah, nah, I won't go to the strippers. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go back to the hotel, uh, yeah. to, the, to the apartments, and 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 meet meet the guys there. So at least there's someone there to let them in. And Ben's <laughs> Ben's the same. We're like, and and really, we've got to play tomorrow. And I, I don't want to be too. Yeah, it's pretty early. Call too rough around the edges for t- for tomorrow. It's it's an early it's an early start. Okay, no worries. You know, so, so off they go. Off we go. Guys come in and. Have a chat, but everybody's like keen to get to bed so we can yeah. get up early and play this this gig. Anyway, yeah. at about oh, oh, some some hour in the morning, I wake up and there's a penis in front of me. <laughs> oh my god! Like three in the morning. Yes, like something 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 stupid. Yeah. And, and I'm just I, I open my eyes and there's this like penis. <laughs> I look up and it's this guy. Yeah. This this this. <laughs> And he's like, um, he's mate of the guy. No, no, no. He's it was the guy. The guy. The guy. <laughs> and I got to hear this sound, like this sound out out in the the living room. Oh my god! And uh, and 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 um, this, I was like, what's going on? And he goes, uh, look, uh, just don't come out to the living room, <laughs> and, and until until you ha- you have to. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. I was asleep a second ago. I probably would have stayed asleep, asleep. if you hadn't woken me up with your penis. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, so um, me and my friend, uh, we've got we've got um, we've got a girl uh, here with us. Yep. Um, she's done good things for me. She's done good things for my friend. In fact, she's done good things for both of us. <laughs> like that's 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 what he said. Exactly what he said. Yeah, yeah. She's done good things for both of us. Yeah. Um, just asking you not to not to come out for, for a while, <laughs> and and we're like, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And this time I was I was sharing a room with another guy, right? Um, and he's like woken up, like, what, 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 you know, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, next morning we wake up and uh, walk out into the. I get changed and walk out in the living room. Yeah, and there is a prostitute. Like, oh my god! And they're they're like paying her, and she's she's getting ready to leave. Yeah, and and, and she's like, she just looks like. Ragged, oh. and these guys look also ragged. Yes, and so we're like, oh, hi, hi. <laughs> as, as the prostitutes leaving, hi, <laughs> and she's like, you know, says something, and then, yeah. and, and then, and then leaves. And, oh and I was God. just like, yeah, yeah, and and they're just like, like they were like, it was almost like at that point they were embarrassed, you know, like, oh yeah, that's when it got yeah, embarrassing yeah, that, yeah, at five a.m. Yeah, yeah. And, and and so, that we, then we then we get in the in the taxi and we go to to the studio. Yes, and these guys are with us and they smell like they smell oh, horrendous. Man. And we're like meeting Nick Nick uh, no Richard Wilkins. Yeah, Richard Wilkins. Yeah, yeah, Richard Wilkins and uh, and Terry Antonelli. Yeah, yeah, and all this, and these guys like shaking hands and they're just like they haven't had a shower. They they're just. 
Gross. Gross. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and then so we, we're standing around waiting for whatever, the morning show to finish. And yeah. then, then we get, we're on pretty much soon after the, the, the whole thing starts. Yeah. And it was just a blast then. At that <laughs> yeah. point, you know, like everybody's like, this is just the weirdest shit. But if people had known what you guys had just gone through yeah, only yeah, yeah. hours before, yeah, yeah. they yeah. wouldn't have believed it in a million yeah, I, years. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't get time to say to Richard Wilkins, I wouldn't shake his hand if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't shake that dude's hand. Yeah. Like it was oh just, my god! And, and, then, and you know, it's so inexplicable. I mean, now that you're telling the story, I'm thinking about it. Like, why he decided to wake you up with his penis? But of well, course, he, he, just, he just rooted someone, and he's he drunk. Was, he was just naked. He so was just, just, just naked. Just yep. like, so that's why there was a penis there because the guy hadn't even bothered to put any clothes yeah, on. Yeah, just walked out, tapped me just on the shoulder, the and it's just this. Yeah, hey. I better tell those guys next door not yeah, to come yeah, in yeah. here while yeah. I'm naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what a character! And then we did this gig for them at this winery, and it was just. It was so weird. Yeah. Because because you just knew this uh, this thing about these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, like, but they... Yeah. Well, he, he, see, here's the thing. Like, yeah. his, his wife was at, okay. at the gig, and I was oh. like, hey, this is my wife. And you're like, oh. Ah, your husband's a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can't say anything because that's nothing to do with me. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And I, I'm Jeez. fairly certain uh, that... that yeah, that whole thing, the whole relationship, out, like, like went kaput after it a while. It did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. he actually lived. It was he lived like right around the corner from me. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and a few months later, like he kind of got the word. He's, yeah, he's um, yeah, like he went he went to the, a restaurant like close to me, and it was like his whole thing. Like sure. Like we, we you know, talking to this guy, and he's like, I live in Ivanhoe. Oh, I live in Ivanhoe. Oh, we go to the same uh, restaurant. Oh, we knew the same people, and that. Yeah. I was like, oh, have you seen um, old mate? <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh no. No, he's going through a divorce. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So there you go. Oh, so it was on the in the, the decline. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Like. He might have been on the way out. That's not yeah. maybe why he was behaving he was like that. Behaving like that. Yeah. My goodness, dude. That is. This is the beauty of the podcast because I never know what is going to come out when I talk to the guest. <laughs> and if you, just, I wow, I'm just speechless about that story. It's most definitely one of the most um, well, controversial and- stories we've heard on the podcast oh, so far. Well, Andy actually wrote a song about it. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I think it's um, the song is called "Away for Business." Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's about that exact same thing. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, talking about songs, I was actually um, looking and listening to some of your music this afternoon, and there was a track called um, Capone's Valentine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I felt featured you because there's a bit of horns in it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Would that be a good one to play before? Sure, yeah, awesome. absolutely. All right, cool. Yep. So we'll have heard that. Um, but I kind of want to show the people this one about this story as well. Well, you can do that too. Yeah, yeah I might I, show I, a little bit of both. Why not? Yeah, that yeah. Be, like, look, I, there's, there's. I think we we had like, uh, we we recorded three EPs and an album, so there's there's a there's a fair volume of stuff there out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we 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 recorded with um, uh, Marcello Larico. We did our first EP with, and then we mm-hmm. worked with um, John Castle, um, who's like does the bamboos. Okay. Yep. 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 And um, and then we worked with Lindsay Gravina for for two EPs. Who um, does the uh, did the Living End? Yes, he did. I think, or maybe and, and maybe Magic Dirt as well. He did. Yeah, yeah. And Thirsty Merc. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I literally just my last band, ironically, because I just spoke about it on the intro and with you before we started, Smokestack Rhino, who I'm not with anymore. Mm. Our last single with me um, was produced 
and recorded at Lindsay's new studio. Oh, right. Okay. Where's yeah, that? It's in St Kilda. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, he was on com- Commercial Road, was he? Or? Yeah, Birdlands. Yeah, yeah. In Paran. Yep. yep. Um, but it went under. And so then he's now he's starting again at this new place in St Kilda. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, he's such a dude, man. Yeah. So you got to work with him like as well. He's, he's like an enigma too. Like yeah. where it's like, like I remember like taking some photos of, yeah. of, of the rehearsal, of, of the recordings. Sure. And I'd like swing it around and sort of like take a picture of the studio and he goes, just make sure I'm not in the photo. Yeah. Like, like it was one of those like, I do all the work in the background. Yeah. He's not seeing, yeah, yeah, hey? Yeah. Far out. Okay. Okay, man. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no worries, Lindsay. Yeah. Loves a chat though, eh? Yeah, yeah. Like it was like, great, guy. great to hang out with. Yeah. Um, you know, like wealth and knowledge as well, and and like he he was great to work with. Um, like really, like, like I remember Andy just being so pumped to get to get Lindsay on on board. Mm. Like he was just yeah, and and it was you know so worthwhile, such a good product. Yeah. Um, John Castle was great as well. He he'd done the bamboos, and I I, I kind of felt like for as a horn player, yes, he he got a better sound out of the horns. Sure. Um, you know. That's, but that's just my my sort of opinion, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, not all um, engineers are going to be um, working with horns like on the regular. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think just the the like he produced it. Lindsay sort of produced it um, with what what he thought was 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 going to work, and sure. you know, and, and it did. Like it was, it, it's a good product in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was it was good good experience. I remember like just being surrounded by microphones. He had all these microphones at different angles, and he was like really obsessed with with like making sure that he could capture everything, every but in with with like ten different microphones. Yeah, so he no, had it was the probably option. not ten. It was like four, like but rib- quite a few. Yeah, like like. Like, like all different, like a ribbon microphone yep. and a condenser microphone. Yeah, and he still does that, man. Like yeah, right. We were okay. doing the guitars, and he and he, had, he just pulled up a bunch of different mics. So that in the mixing phrase, he's like, "Well, why don't why don't we listen to this mic from this yeah, same yeah. take, but this mic?" And, yep. and they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, let's use that one or whatever," you know. Yeah, he's re- obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, and and it kind of makes sense because then, yeah, when you are mixing, you've got the option, don't you? You know, as opposed yep. to not having it. And only, yeah, and it's easy to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Computers make make our lives so much easier. And that's it, man. Yeah. Um, so that Frankie Wants Out stuff, um, it's all on YouTube. Is is it on iTunes and all that? Can people access it now in 2018? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty certain, yes. Yeah, I, I, I know that um, Prohibition um, was. Mm-hmm. Um, Cigarette Case, which is another EP. Yeah. Definitely. I'm yeah. not sure about our first... One though, like iTunes, that was two thousand and six. So, so yeah, yeah, iTunes wasn't very massive, but we we sort of did you know one every two years. Sure, but there's definitely stuff up there that people. Yeah, can check yeah, out. absolutely. You yeah, check, cool. check it out. Yeah, I'm not I'm not not sure about the the fair of like I know that there's that that um that uh, on YouTube there's that um um uh, mornings with Carrie Ann. Uh, thing you that, can that, see that now. That, yeah. That's actually it's quite funny. Like that—that that was the best sound I've ever had at a gig. Mm. Like, well, you know, like at a performance. That f- the fallback was would just, have been amazing. Oh, it was oh, unbelievable. Yeah, just playing the first note. I was like, oh, I can really hear myself, <laughs> like perfectly. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Oh, oh man, that's cool, man. We'll check that out. And um, oh man, it was so cool catching up with you, Sam. 
Yeah, cheers, man. It's been great. I've loved listening, listening to the podcast, the other ones. And I'm, I'm having a ball putting it all together. Oh, good, good. Especially when, I mean, you could see, I mean, it's it's obviously an audio medium, so you can't really see my face, but listeners, when, when Sam was telling me those stories tonight, you could not wipe a smile <laughs> off my face. I'm having such a good time listening and I'm putting it together. So, yeah, again, thank you for being guest number 30, 30. on the Art of Touring, dude. No Look worries, at man. you. All right, man. See you later. See you, mate. Ciao. There you go, Sizzlers. Episode 30 in the bag. 30 episodes of Art of Touring. Holy moly. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, give the podcast a share on social media. Use that hashtag, Art of Touring Podcast, on Instagram, and give us a follow at Art of Touring. If you'd like to get in contact with me, please do so. Just shoot me an email at artoftouringpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you'd like to come on the show. Uh, if you're a muso or a juggler or a wrestler or anything in the uh, entertainment field and you've got stories, Hit me up. I'd love to have a chat with you. Or send me a message on Instagram at Art of Turing Podcast. Uh, you can listen to Art of Turing on Wooshka, and you can download it on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to give the podcast a rating on the podcast app on your phone. Just scroll down, hit five stars, and write a short review. That would be rad. I release these bad boys every week, every Tuesday night for free. So get in, have a listen with old mate Sis Dog regularly. I'd love to have you as a regular listener of the Art of Doing podcast. That's all from me this week. Before I go, I have a few shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guest this week, Sam Parry. It was so great to catch up with Sam on this week's episode, episode 30. Uh, his band, Frankie Wants Out, all of their stuff, their previous projects um, are online, YouTubes, iTunes. Check them out. That would be great of you guys to do that. Uh, plugs. I don't have any plugs at the moment other than come on back this uh, this coming Tuesday for another chat. I will be doing some gigs over the break. I do have a gig coming up, but it's a covers gig and it's a police officer's breakup party. Pretty sure that's invite only, so I'm not going to give out the details to that one. But um, yeah, I do have some other shows hopefully in the pipeline soon, so I'll promote those when they come up. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Art of Touring with the Sith Dog. Ow, ow, ow! Woo! Remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by Spatula City. And remember, they come in all colours of the rainbow, including green. So what were you saying? Oh, so... What what what's your thoughts? I mean, the I, I thought they were great. I've, the but, new Star Wars flicks. But you never know. Yeah. Because you fucking love Star Wars. Yeah, you're already yeah, yeah, going yeah, in there yeah. bias. Because you know, <laughs> but, you know, and and when the when we when we like, do you remember going to see like the Phantom Menace and and those ones? Yeah. And and thinking that was fucking cool. How good was Darth Maul and all that yeah, sort of stuff? Yeah. And then like a few years later, you go. 
Fuck Jar Jar Binks is a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes. With, with wiser eyes, you're like, Yeah, oh, and it, it, you know, in a few years' time, we're going to be like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I, that, that's the thing. I can't find really yeah. anything wrong with it. Look, I mean, I'm not really a massive fan of the the revamped First Order Stormtroopers. Like, I get the storyline that it's a new regime, and so they're like, they're still Stormtroopers, but they've got new armor or whatever, and technology has progressed since, you know, Episode 6. But still, it was just kind of a bit of a, a kick in the guts to see them do that to that iconic costume, you know? Oh, yeah, you don't like it. You don't like the look of it. You would have preferred if they had the older one. Look, I mean, I, I yeah, probably. Yeah, I probably would have. But I guess that's what, like, the nostalgia is for, like, for those remakes. Oh, well, not remakes, but offshoots. Like, the Han Solo one is obviously set in that time period, so you get to see the Stormtroopers like they used to yeah, look in yeah. that movie. Yep. And yep. obviously, Rogue One was all very nostalgic as well. Um, and all of them were all, you know, regular-looking stormtroopers. But sure, yeah, um, that was that was weird. But look, I loved them. I, I think uh, uh, just to put like my critic hat on, that's like one thing that I would say I didn't really dig. But putting like my fan hat on, I fucking loved it. Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. great. That, that's fun. What, that, that's exactly how I felt. Yeah, about it as well. like. And, yeah. But what about Rogue One and the Han Solo one? I, I, I thought Rogue One was fucking great. Yeah, like yeah. it was so good. Yeah, I was so pumped. Like at the end when Darth Vader's just chopping all these dudes up, I was like, this is so good. That Rogue One last scene, which apparently was not even meant to be in the film, there was a kind of an, an afterthought, apparently. But um, I did a little bit of research on it, and the coolest thing about it is when you watch episode four straight after, you see Darth Vader after that battle, and his armor is all fucked up. Because he's really, yeah, he's like his his armor is like all, you know, distressed, and it's because he's just been th- through a laser blast thing on I the. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now I forgot. Have him watch it. Yeah, so have <laughs> I like literally go home and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Where'd my glass of water go? <laughs> oh, it's just there, oh, man. You got Astro Boy tonight. Astro Boy. And so you you were saying your your student, um, said, oh, you like Star Wars. You so how did he find the band? Like, can you did I, you just see it? I, I've somewhere got no or, idea. I'll, you'd have to find out. But I, yeah. I was he was. It's one of those things where, like, you, you know, when you when you when I, I know you teach uh, VCA as well, mm. and uh, it's one of those things that really hooked the student on onto me. Yes, like me being able to, you know, communicate information, and you can like learn something to. from me. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there was this one one act called Mojo Juju that he really liked, and I'd actually played. Like Mojo Juju had supported Frankie Wants Out, and Frankie Wants Out had supported Mojo Juju ah. on occasions. And he's he was like showing me Mojo Juju as if I'd never heard of Mojo Juju. <laughs> That's I was like, awesome. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I know Mojo Juju. And yeah. in fact, and 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 Cam Stark, who played in Frankie Wants Out, played with Mojo Juju's band. Yeah, and and as I work with him at school, we work together at school now at Thomas Carr. And he walks past the school, the the, the the classroom, and I said, "Actually, that guy plays with Mojo Juju," and he's and like, this "Kid flipped <laughs> out, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and, then, and then and then he comes to me with this, "Oh, uh, the pass outs," and I was like, "Oh yeah, David Sirianni s- s- sings with, with the pass outs. Yeah. I know him." Yeah, and and like that's like, 
you know everybody. <laughs> what is going on? What is going yeah. on? How could you know yeah, this yeah. guy? And because I'm at the coolest school ever. Because this guy- <laughs> you know, like it was one of those moments where after that, yeah. like he's hanging off every single word. That is that is perfect. Yeah, yeah. And and like, so then, you know, if you ask him to do something, he's like, yep, yeah, yeah, yep. onto it. He's onto on it. top of it. Yeah. So that was really good.